0: This is the Black Creative Handbook with your host Cassandra Lauren Gordon. This podcast will help to inspire, motivate, and give that blueprint, the manual for success for people in the creative businesses, for people from the African and Black diaspora to help us just move along get that bag and no more starving artist syndrome no out the door co-work with us be with us and be successful and get the gems you might have heard in the podcast or you're going to hear it soon that this was called the creative for you podcast don't worry about that it's created for you let's be successful and be positive This is the Black Creative Handbook with your host, Cassandra Lauren Gordon. And I'm here with Deborah Words Smiles. <laughs> okay, Deborah, okay. Thank you for being here. So,
1: who are you? I am a motivator. I am a pa- I have a passion for people. And what drives me is my experiences and knowing that. I exist not just for me. Uh, That is one of the quotes that I have in my book where I say that I exist. When I step out of the door, I see people. And that's a very powerful thing when you think about it because every time you step out of the door, you're going to see people. So you cannot just exist just for you. So I love to motivate and inspire and that my words bring forth a joy and a smile and a warmth.
0: Wow, that is so positive. I'm just feeling the glow from here, thousands of miles away. Um, on this podcast, we do a bit of quick fire questions just to get into you first, and then we talk about all the, the joy what you bring to the world. So, do you like toast or cereal?
1: Mm, I would say toast. Why? Because um, I just like that morning. The smell the warmth of the toast and i love to put my cream cheese on it and when i eat it it's so much more um gives me a, a better feeling like i put a little more work into it you know with the cereal i just poured in the bowl so it's kind of like i love that i love the smell of the toast yeah okay thank you do you prefer birthdays or christmas christmas <laughs> and why uh um there is a something about Christmas. Christmas is my very favorite time of the year. And the reason I love it is just because there is just a love in the air. There is a joy in the air. There is a comfort in the air. Even if you are alone, you just don't feel alone at that time. All the beauty that surrounds you, you got to smile. You, you got to find some joy. It brings some joy to you even when, you know, you're just alone.
0: Okay, thank you. Now I'm going to ask you a technical question. Apple or Android?
1: Apple. <laughs> okay, tell us why you're an Apple fan. I'm an Apple fan for my phone, but um, not, not for my computer. Uh, but I love Apple because for some reason there is so much more security with it. And the features to me are more is much easier and just um, the safety about it and uh, not just it being well known but it just having more structure to it um compared to the android i feel like i can trust it more and i can feel my information is safer there with apple
0: thank you so much so
1: I just really felt looking
0: at your platform and connecting to you would be a great fit for this platform because you do so much great things and so much creativity. And I just feel it comes from a place of authenticity. which some people in this world, Instagram, lovely world, doesn't always appreciate. And that's why I think even like your podcast what's called Naked Words. It's just it's just so true to that like stripping back stripping bare, and making Mm -hmm. sure that people see what it really is and Mm -hmm. I feel it's so refreshing and I always try to look for like not so mainstream but so like deep voices people you know you know strong and mighty but they're willing to go on their own and tell their truths I'm not afraid about doing that so I really appreciate those type of voices and what and what what you bring so um, I would really like you to just, you know, just tell us. I usually sometimes read people's bios. And sometimes I do it. I'm just like, oh, uh, I don't give it the same zhuzh, which I should do. So I feel like sometimes so for people to hear your own bio, like how would the world want to hear you in like a few sentences?
1: Um, I would say um, because I came from so many struggles, right? Um, it's like, When I came into this world, it was like all from from every end. Um, Struggles, views, everything from every end pulling at me. But in the midst of all this, there was the most amazing, unique, beautiful, powerful, full of such depths of love human being that I was fortunate to call my mom. And if it wasn't for her, um, the chaos that ensued after she passed away when I was young would not have been possible for me to survive. You know, I dwell on her love. I dwell on the structure that she created for me, the intelligent Intelligence that she bring out inside of me. She saw who I am. She embraced it, and she went straight into it to propel me there constantly. And I am thankful for her because every time I look at how persons go through certain situations, I would be like, I wish they had my mom. I wish they met my mom. I wish they had that opportunity to feel that kind of love uh, and that kind of protection that is beyond. So. When I go forth um, to do anything, I always have that in the back of my mind. I'm gonna make a proud. I'm gonna continuously do everything I can. I cannot just give up, you know. Even when I go through many phases of, um, like, go through depression. When I go through times of, um, in my younger time, when I go through suicidal times. Every time she's like, she's like rescuing me um, out of that. Then you just cannot, you are born for greatness. You are placed there, you know, to be great. You are an exception. You know, there's a reason why, you know, persons may not completely accept you, embrace it because you are an exception. You are not born to follow, but to lead. You are not born to just stay stagnant, but to keep flowing. You are born to always, you know, grow forth and smile and so then that, that propels me like there is a deep purpose that i have to fulfill so that is why even in the midst of all this chaos that will be going on there is that kind of protection that is keep pushing me pushing me further so when i look back at my life every single year god remind me take a look at last year take a look at the year before take a look at the year before haven't I done progress? Haven't I made progress and changes with you? And I'll be like, you know what? Yes, yes, you did. Um, It may not be where I want it to be, but wow, have you done progress for me? Have you helped me? Have you strengthened me? Have you made me real um, bring forth, you know, that power that you place in me? And so, yeah. So that is what I really, um, purpose driven to make sure that i make an impact that my existence matter born for greatness and get it fulfilled
0: yeah. wow i feel like i'm blessed this morning so today you don't know but today is sunday so i think i went to church today i feel like i've had i feel like i've had <laughs> like i need this in my life because this week was a difficult week and thank you for sharing that um you know talking about create you know sometimes When you're creative or when you have your dreams and purpose and you're not around people who share that or can Mm -hmm. see that it can be very damaging and it just seems like you've navigated and found really good strategies and that self-belief that you have in yourself to take Mm -hmm. to the next level and have go to every different obstacle which you have in your life and i feel like people define your character not always when it's great is what you Mm -hmm. overcome and i just feel i I feel that a lot from you Um,
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's like the the thing I always used would battle with for every time is um rejection and isolation. Rejection and isolation. And there were many times I would cry out, you know, like, you know, mom, why did you leave me there? Why did you allow me to to go through this alone? Because I felt like if she was there, I would be like so far and so much bigger and but then she did so much in that short space of time that persons with their lifetime that they couldn't get from their own from their own mom so I have to be appreciative appreciative of that and so I do try as much as possible every time I go through isolation and rejection that I work on my strategies on how to keep myself uplifted and motivated and go above that not just stay in that you know dry place not just stay in that place of um, feeling so rejected but finding love and acceptance you know for yourself when you are constantly um, going through the space and knowing that it is because of a big purpose, a bigger purpose you know legends you know are not surrounded by so many. A lot of times people have to understand that the bigger your purpose is, the less, the more you're going to feel, you know, isolated and rejected. You're going to constantly get that. The thing is, you have to remember is how much are you willing to push? How much are you willing to sacrifice? And how much are you willing to just go for it? And there is a thing that God always reminded me, of, like a dream my heart. God gave me like years ago. And it, And the title I got from that was Pressing Against the Pricks. And God reminded me that every time throughout my life, I'm going to be constantly pressing against the pricks. And am I willing to constantly go for that? And I'm like, why does this have to be my burden? But it is my burden. I have to constantly press against the pricks because it is a lesson for someone else. It is a way to help someone else. I probably have to be that, you know, that object that have to go through that for someone else. So I have to be willing and I have to to sacrifice, you know, that need and that longing and fulfill that within myself. You know, self-love, regenerate that and understand what truly self-love is. You know, it's not just the taking the nice, take a bath, going through the massages, you know, pampering yourself, that's not self-love. You know, it's much deeper and that is internal and rejection, going through rejection and surviving each one of them. When I look back from years from my life, every single year, I'm like, wow, how much I have grown with self-love and how much I have grown in self-acceptance and then things just will just change and orchestrate and the universe will go with the flow of the, of where your energy goes. Um, so where you put your energy, that's where the universe is actually gonna take you there. So you really got to work on that. Um, it will be amazing when you will see, you know, the growth and you will see the opportunity begin to open up itself for you, you know, so.
0: Wow, I'm just listening. I feel like my life has been lifted. I cannot wait to read your books. You know, because I just feel like I don't know. It's just there's so much negativity in 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 the world, and you just like being an adult is hard. <laughs> you're just trying to pay your rent. You're just trying to survive. You're just trying to be yes. an adult, and you're trying to do your your grind and your hustle. And on top of that, so mm. it's just it's just hearing like you know how you just. Kind
1: of bring yourself. Just think of it like, yourself. yeah. Just think of it like one of the days I, I really was overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, I got so much of these bills to pay, um, I have to do all this all on my own. I can't lean on anyone. Everything is just me and God. Tell me, stop, stop. What are you doing? You are as long as you live and breathe and exist here, you are all constantly, always going to have debts and responsibilities to take care of and handle what are you going to do about your now what are you going to do about your peace now if what's going to happen whether you you work hard to pay to you don't you have to find your peace and your joy in everything where every time you have a bill to pay be thankful every time you find a way even if you are not able to don't why burden yourself you know why burden yourself? Are you going to kill yourself? Are you gonna like um are you going to take away that very essence of you, that existence of you that is so beautiful? You're gonna take it away just because of something, just because of a material thing, just because of of things that are going to be gone away. Like if you got it, it's it's it doesn't matter. Those things doesn't matter. What matter is your existence. So no matter what you have to deal with, even if it seems impossible at the moment to meet that need, breathe, relax, you hear. here, handle you, handle you, take care of you and make yourself, you know, find that joy and that peace. It's okay. And it's okay to... Be feel like you scattered all over, um, but bring yourself together. Because at the end of the day, you need you. You need you. And so it's like, don't don't stress about all those, those things are coming at you. Just stop, breathe, hello. Um, speak to yourself every single time and bring out that peace. It takes a lot of work. And, and people have to be willing to, to do that work. Not every day you're going to feel good. Not every day you're going to feel all right. Not every day you're going to be able to smile. Not every day you're going to be able to want to do the podcast. Not every day you want people to I see I know. It's face. the
0: consistency. As, ah, yes. Not, not, not the not the
1: consistency is a struggle. But it is worth it, right? You are here. You are purposefully here. And do what you gotta do to keep that peace and to I'm be here. It. It's okay. You. Keep it's okay. The, can 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 you repeat that? Keep to do keep repeat, what? yes yeah, So keep what you gotta do to keep that peace. Whatever you gotta mm. do to keep that peace, because let me tell you, because um, like when I'm thinking of so many things, I'm like, God, oh, what am I going to do about this? Uh, what am I going to do about that? Even if the issue is not resolved, it is okay, it is okay. And then when I reflect back on um, situations, when I think of persons who really go through suicide, I remember the times when I was suicidal many, many times over the years, younger time. And I, well, obviously I was not um, at that place of complete self-love. Very far from that. When I look back at me back then, I'm like, whoa, you know, it's like it's so different. But I am so glad that at my cross point, at my depleted point, that I brought myself out. I'm like, every time I'm like, God, how am I able to do that? And I see people struggle to not being able to do that. And I'm like, even when I'm like drained out, um, and I'm crying. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It's like, He's like, yes, you can. You know, it's not because you can, but because you are worth it. You have to see yourself worth it. Like you have to see yourself so valuable, so precious. Mm-hmm. Like the earth, the world is fortunate to have you here, breathing and existing. Leave the fullness of the breath that i've given unto you not just not just um surviving but thriving for all of that knowing that you're gonna make it through every day is gonna be ups and downs your valleys when you are in your valley appreciate that when you appreciate you oh no i don't
0: know sorry about that i I don't know about that life could you explain the that i don't know Um, I don't know. I I, I hear it, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I can internalize that hundred percent because people say, oh, "Oh, I thank you for all the hardship." I'm like, when I'm in hardship, like, no, nope, no, nope, I don't want it. Thank you. Keep it.
1: Well, it takes it takes a process because you have to reprogram your mind. Um, you have to let your mind for you have to let your body follow your mind, and sometimes we go by um, we let our body lead instead of our mind lead. And when you retrain your mind to to think a certain way, to think a way of um, deep self-love, when you think a way of deep self-acceptance, even the little things like oh, like, oh my God, like when I would be like, thank God I can't pay my brain, I can't pay anything right now but I'm sitting down and I'm actually able to make breakfast. I'm actually able to have, to drink in a nice cup, nice cup of coffee and I actually take it into, make it into a cappuccino at my home. And thinking about, okay, I cannot pay the day, but I have just this and I'm enjoying just this moment. Just this moment, I'm enjoying this cappuccino. I'm enjoying these um, eggs that I have made. I'm enjoying these toasted bagels and I'm just watching something and I'm just enjoying this moment, looking at the television, laughing, laughing, you know, bringing forth that joy within. And I'm saying, you know what? I can go through this. You know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna figure this out. Mm-hmm. Cause I always tell myself, even every time, every problem, you gotta have a plan B. You gotta create a plan B mentality with the problems that you have, with situations that you have to face, um, you got to learn how to expand and re- use every resources that you possibly can, and you have to be open. You have to be humble because a lot of times people are not humble, and they go through certain things they cannot handle certain things, and they are not humble enough to like. Okay, I can't. Um, not able to to pay my rent, not able to pay my business. What can I do? You know, sometimes you may feel like you, you, some persons feel like they, or like some jobs are too beneath them. You got to do what you got to do, right? Um, if God was here, he would tell you, do what you got to do, you know, do some, get some cleaning jobs done. It's not forever. Always remember you are doing right now is not forever because you are living towards your purpose. You don't always have to rely on others. You have to be self-sufficient. Figure out a way, always got to have a plan B. What can I do right now? You know, what can I do that actually help to, to not completely solve the problem, but at least take me to a certain level and find joy in my valley. I am here. You know, find peace in my valley, appreciate it, and know that it's not going to be like that all the time. Because why? I am not going to make it be like that all the time. <laughs> because if I do nothing, nothing's going to happen, right? you got to put in the work. Like, when I started this podcast a um, long time, I wasn't putting in the work, you know, and I was expecting it to bring forth from me. And every time, things would be going well throughout my life, and then, duh, some things happen, and then God tried to like awaken me to realize to fulfill my purpose to do what I got to do and to begin to begin to start to be consistent. And it was a struggle to be to begin to be consistent, and then I'm like, you know what. I got to pull, my body needs to, you know, follow my mind. What my mind, what my purpose wants to do, my body needs to follow. I cannot just be lazy. I cannot just, you know, do nothing. I cannot just, you know, feel all tired. I got to push my body to do what my purpose has to be fulfilled and get it done, get it done. Always have a plan before every situation. Make thyself happy. It is so crucial in the valley. So, that when you're on the mountain top, it's like, you know. I hear you. Know. you. So, mm-hmm.
0: thinking about this, talking about creativity, because you do so many different things. Um, let's start with the creative process of doing a podcast, because people say, Cassandra, I want to do a podcast, but it's long. I don't know what to talk about, or no ideas. So, just walk us through quickly like how do you prepare for your podcast and the topics you want to talk
1: about? Uh, well, uh, besides um, getting all the technical things together, uh, when I focus on the topic, I not only focus on what situation that's happening um, in society right now, but what I do is I try to give it a different spin. So then I will write down on my notes what is the issue that is people are mostly. Um, talking about, or what is trending, or what is to be trending, Um, especially with the, there was a topic about the metaverse, and there was a lot of information about persons, they came out with a new study that um, less people are getting married uh, right now, as well as less people are getting divorced. So it has decreased significantly because of the virtual reality and also because people, unless people are having sex, you know, so they wonder what is causing that um, trend where people are getting so um, self-reliant uh, that they are not designed of a partner or designed of sexual fulfillment. And that's when I took a different spin towards it and created that podcast about sex talks. And realize this is an opportunity to to get people to think um, beyond sex and to realize that sex sometimes can cloud your mind and your thinking. And and the consistency of always engaging in sexual activity, whether it is with yourself or someone else, can really cloud you. And you think that it's fulfillment, but it's just a craving, you know, it's just a craving that you're fulfilling. You're actually not getting that inner joy, that inner refreshment that you're supposed to be getting. And so the talk, going through that sex talks, going through that period of time, so, you know, can really bring you to a place of completeness and really finding yourself who you are, you know, and so on. So that's how I channel my, when I, Try to get into finding topics. So I look at what's going on. I don't actually speak on the top on what's going on directly, but I speak on it indirectly, and I bring forth my own perspective because a lot of people are speaking directly about what's going on. Especially when I speak on the topic of Regina um, with a losing her son, I delve into grief, into letting people. Um, figure out their way for grief because I don't deal with that. So it's like you got to find something within what's going in society, whatever is headlining and find your um, your topic to discuss there and what areas of that you're going to expand on and what new thing you're going to bring in to let people start to really think uh, and so on. Oh, that's really,
0: because I feel like sometimes when people do, I, I don't want to say reaction videos, but when people talk on certain topics which are trending, it's so surface level. I'm just like, this clickbait, mm-hmm. it's surface yes. level. I really want to know what your point of view, on popular yes. or not popular. And it's exactly. really hard to sift through the deepness on mm-hmm. these, if so much different platforms,
1: everyone can have a mic, everyone can have a camera. Yes. So like it's, when something hits the headlines, everyone is just talking with the surface, you know, what happened, what happened, what happened. But there are people who are looking for solutions. What do I do about this? If I'm facing this, or if someone is facing it, um, what is actually um, dealing, how can I actually deal with that situation? Or how can I actually help someone in that situation? or How can I find my way through this um, main thing that's happening? It's like so much about, the headlines and not about the real issue behind the headlines
0: absolutely so so refreshing to hear so i know i've said that you're very motivational you're very inspiring i realize do some research you have two books i'm like okay okay mm-hmm. you have your purpose and you're putting in the work um yeah. i was talking off um off of the podcast talking like i need i like i want to write two books or write a book at least one book this this year mm-hmm. I don't know where to start with this self-publishing life or publishing life. There's too many people. I want to mentor you to do it. Um, there's 10 million places. you should, I just don't want, I want to save my coins. I want to use my coins very purposely. I want to use my time very intentionally to create the best um, book of value I can. So what would you say to someone like me who's quite creative, who gets a bit overwhelmed looking online about how to start their book from the start, to the end and get it on
1: like platforms yes first of all you have to think of what is my book is going to be about because what your first book is going to be about is where your line of work is going to be about okay for example you don't want to start writing about how to are you going to be an, a how-to publisher you know is it going to be like how to to um how to do a podcast or uh, or how to draw a painting, or how to do this. What type of books are you going to go into? Or are you going to do go into inspirational books? Um, what are you going to do? So, motivation, are you going to tell people about different aspects? So, your book has to follow a trend. And when you start, first start off, like, you have to know within yourself what am I best known for? What can I do with my eyes closed? And it's not going to be a struggle. You don't want to take venture into a subject that you not only know nothing about, but you naturally don't have that um, that that connection to. You. So example, if you're into science, into medicine, into women's health, so you write a lot of things about women's health and a lot of things in that aspect, into technology, you are very good with tech stuff, then you can write books about those, in different areas so you've got to find something that you can write about you can close your eyes and it's like the words just going to flow easily because remember even when you are very well versed in certain things you go through writer's block so if you're not well versed in it and when you go through your the writer's block it's going to be impossible to get out of it but if you're well versed in it you can find your way to find the words to put everything together get your topics together, um, get all to your research. Are you going to be self-reliant on what you know, or are you going to have a lot of research in your book? you got to figure out which way you're going to go um, when you are self-publishing. It's, um, it takes a lot of work, but you just got to start writing, you know, just, just. Take the pen and paper and just start writing and then after you edit out or you add or you remove and you find which goes best um throughout your writing but you just gotta start take the pen and paper and just start writing and stay within what you are very well versed in
0: okay so when you've done the writing you're happy with it what happens next
1: so after you've done the writing um if you choose a publish uh, thing such a, if you choose Amazon for your self publishing you have to get your your cover art your front cover art your back cover art what are you going to use are you just going to use words is it going to be um words that uh, bold and highlight the main thing or are you going to highlight the title or are you going to highlight the subtitle or are you going to highlight your name um, do you want to use your own image, or do you want to use images of um, other persons, and so on? What is it you are going to do in regards to your front and your back? The colors, the colors of your book is so important. The color of your cover of your book is so important um, in selling wise and in grabbing um, the attention. The title needs to be something that is really um, causing someone to gravitate um, towards it. Like when I thought of my book, My Silence is Killing Me, I know that was like a very um, explosive um, title for a book. Um, it can cause the reader to be like wondering before they read the book, like, like what is it? Like, they, they like with eagerness want to know that what about that she's keeping quiet that is causing her to... to that is killing her, that she needs to let out in order to live and breathe. So it kind of causes the reader to gravitate towards your book. The title is so important um, when you are launching your book and you're thinking of the first thing that you're going to put at the back of your book, um, a little briefing of what the book is about, a little summary, uh, so that the reader can know what they're going to be reading and what the book entails. Um, is it a book that's just going to be surface level or much deeper? What is it really about, what the, really the book is about? And don't worry about like the page um, size, like the thickness of the book and so on. Um, more focus on how you formatting it and from the very beginning, the very few chapters, and so on, and getting all your chapters and everything all outlined and so on. So that some persons have not seen anyone put um, photos in their book unless if they're doing a biography, um of the doing bit of themselves um, to show their life experience. But I haven't really seen those. But if you go into your word, your book is strictly going to be wordings. Um I do a unique take with my book that I haven't seen. What, sorry? Um, uh, what, uh, what, I do a unique take with my book that I you, have not seen. That? And that is quotes. So I am, what I put with my new book, I have quotes within. So at every chapter that I start, before I start each chapter, I have my own personal quote about... That chapter that you get the oh, reader. That's interesting. Yeah. I might
0: take that from okay. Because yes. it, so it sets the yes, scene.
1: It sets the scene. It sets the scene. So, like, for example, um, we have, um rejection. So the chapter three is about rejection. So I have like a quote, and it says, like lightning, it strikes unobvious to the ones who crosses its path, slowly burning away at the core of their soul. So that gets the reader now started on this quote and for the book, what I did differently, instead of just talking about rejection, I put it in different segments for the reader. And I will say, have had the segment of what is rejection so people can understand um, and then how to deal with it, because I'm all about not just giving people the problem, but giving them solution. So that's how I did And then I end it with giving an affirmation. So that way we tie everything in together to get the reader um, really taking in that entire chapter and feeling like refreshed that they got a solution, they got a way through. It's not just telling them you got a problem, this is your problem, Um, and not actually be real and able to help them. So that's that's the different way that I took in my book I looked for other books and I haven't seen how they have categorized that to make it easier for the reader to find so that they don't have to go through reading a whole bunch of words in order to find what it is that they're really looking for
0: wow it's just that i like I'm about this life I mean you know you take what you know and you and you research it and you just do it and you figure out a way and I feel like that's that's the path isn't it just having that self-belief look this is my goal it's my purpose I'm just going to do it to the nth degree until you until you hit it and then um, I, I feel very inspired because I was like, Oh, I'll show you a book but now what I heard you how you said I'll like okay I'm going to do these books but I have to I have to I can't just chat I can't just chat I have to walk 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 the walk it, I, what I really wanted, what I should have done at the beginning, more set like you in your great books, is to scene set. What I forgot to ask you, or let the view, or the viewers and the listeners know, is about where are you from. So when I say oh. people, so, so in England, because England has is a bit of a I don't know um how do you call it? It's got a complex history. England, where where I live right now. So when people ask me, Cassandra, where you're from, it could mean many things. And how mm. do I say that? So when I'm asking you where are you from? You can disclose where you are, your ethnicity, whatever you want.
1: Well, I am from the nature island of the Caribbean. Uh, it's Dominica, not Dominican Republic, the nature of the Caribbean, Dominica. It's a very beautiful island. I love where I came from and I don't shun it at all. I love being a Dominican from Dominica and embracing all the ups and the downs you know everything loving every bit about it I have explored my island so I know my island all like so I know every bit about it and I love the culture I love the people and food I love the way of life love the simplicity about it so that's where I'm from. I'm from this little beautiful island in the Caribbean called Dominica.
0: <laughs> Great. And where are you based now?
1: So I am based in Atlanta, um, in Atlanta, Georgia. So I have been here for not too long. That was I was in Virginia, then I moved to Atlanta. I was following my um, divorce from my husband. So I have been there. But my, my ex-husband and I are on very good terms because I created that, um, that zen and that zeal, that peace that I, I so we still do interact, we still do correspond, we still do check on each other. It's a very good, solid friendship um, and want the best for each other. So I am based here in Atlanta. Atlanta, we just live in simple, not with all the the hot um vibes but just the simplicity of it and I love being here.
0: <laughs> Great, thank you for sharing that. I should have add at the beginning but just in case people say, "Cassandra, you didn't ask her where she's from and <laughs> let me just put that to rest okay cool so we've talked about how you've done your podcast in the consistency talking about having a very refreshing take having a point of view which is authentic to you and then we talked about your books how you did that and how they're very motivational and how you craft that honed your craft to make sure that you know you you're providing your voice and how it can help people it, it sounds like very motivational very inspiring just talking to you i know in your bio you say you you speak as well but i use it a bit of public speaking but not at the level as you but it's just like how do you make sure how how do you you create your messages making sure that they they, 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 they hit because sometimes people just chat and they just chat and it's like, oh, this is boring. you just like co- cut and paste from Tony Robbins or the Bible, and which is fine. Take from the Bible if you want. But, you know, they just regurgitate the, you know, I'm just like, oh, there's only so much personal development stuff I can take. So how can, how do you craft your message to make sure that it's authentic and it hits people the way it, it, it should? Well.
1: Wow. I have not done um, public speaking per se in the midst of um, hundreds or thousands of people. I have done my podcasting. I have done just my online videos and so on. But what I do whenever I am facing the camera or facing, if hopefully one day I get to to be in that audience because I will be like my dream to be like in an audience of thousands of people and just you know releasing words of impact. But what I do is that I channel um, my inner struggles. Like I channel the things that I have surpassed and I keep it on what I am very well versed in, very well known. Arm for, and I release my impact, my knowledge, my experience through words of, of comfort and affirmations and through words of healing. And I continuously remember that I'm speaking to people, so I have to be real. I cannot be covering up things, I cannot be pretentious. I have to be real, authentic, genuine because it comes up when you are real, genuine, authentic. It Really, people can tell, they can know and so on. So I do this knowing that I am speaking to people and impacting them, even if I can't see them through the screen, I know that they are out there listening. And what actually helps me, I get a lot of messages back from persons who've seen my videos. They'd be like, oh my God, I would hear things that would be like, wow, like there are times when I would create a content, a video and release it out there. And in the midst of when I'm creating this, I am going through a devastating situation in my life. I'm like, how did I do that? And then someone would just say, oh my God, you, you really saved my life. Oh my God, you prevented me from from this brew and from that. Oh my God, I'm so glad I came across your video. If I hadn't come across your video, so-and-so, so, and I would like, like, I would take a step back and I'd be like, how, how did I do that? Like, mm. you know, and be like, this very appreciative and thankful and say, I'm so glad that I was able to impact you and help you for, for it all and so on. So it's like, wow, Perfect. so amazing. See, you, you, you just don't know. You
0: just got to put yourself out there and having that courage because you just don't know how you impact people. And even, like, you know, you haven't met each other before. I saw I saw you do what you do and your content and I just resonate with it. So you just don't know until you put yourself out there, which I think it's just, just like so... I don't say amazing, I hate using the word amazing, but remarkable. That's what I was trying to I was trying to say because you, you you just don't know, you just don't know. So I I really appreciate for you to be vulnerable and to be honest and just so positive. And um, before we go, I'm just trying to think about what advice because you seem such an optimistic, positive person. What advice do you give to um, to creatives, people who are just trying to create, trying to just break through the barriers we're the industry? What positive, like how do you advise people to keep their positivity
1: up well my advice is every day you're not going to feel up so even if you don't feel your best you gotta do it because it's not all about you and if you think of it like it's been all about you then you're gonna go by how you feel I feel great today so I'm going to do an episode today I don't feel great today I'm not gonna do an episode today because you're going by how you feel but if you go by the fact that this is about others, this is about helping others, this is not about me, then I cannot be so selfish and thinking all about how I feel and just know that I have to pull myself through. And pulling yourself through is a great feat to have that ability to pull yourself through and get this done. You have to applaud yourself. You have to give yourself a pat the back and say, yes, I did that, you know, and generate that joy, you know, within you, be proud, be happy that you were able to pull through for someone else, because it's not all about you and you have to do what you got to do. You got to do it. You know, you got to, somebody's got to do it. You know, if you see a lot of, who are successful out there and you watch your videos or you watch other persons who are successful out there on the stage speaking to thousands of people, they were not able to get there by going through their feelings. You know, if they were going through their feelings, then they would not be where they are. So you got to sometimes forget that it's not just about you and that you exist for people, you know, when you step out of your door. You see people, so you exist for people. And though you may not feel like it, it's okay. We are humans. We are not expected to be always feeling good, always feeling great. It's about what you do in that moment when you're not feeling great. That defines um, that your humanity, that defines your power, that defines your strength. Mm. Because we have innate power as humans and we limit ourselves when we go by our feelings. You know, you cannot go by your feelings. You are a being that is beyond your feeling. That is great. You know, Mm. God takes his time to fashion you and you're just going to waste it out because of some feelings. You know, don't you know who you are? An exception, a powerful being that you were chosen to be a human being and not an ant or not a roach. You were chosen to be a being. So you got to know that and go by that, feel that being, embrace that being, love that being, and share that powerful, impactful being to the world because it's about others. And, you know, you got to remember
0: that. there was one when we was offline this happens to me like I I know you're really great with words you're very talented I think like you speak very poetically and have great metaphors and there was one offline we were talking about your book offline and we were talking about wine and you had some great metaphor talking about wine I don't know if you can remember that because that stuck with me and I want to remember it (laughs) do do you remember
1: yes um so I was saying about wine so you see like there are so many variety of wine out there and constantly every time you hear someone coming up with a new wine or you hear celebrity um, coming up with a new wine the different wine the names on the wine the branding on the wine oh, so many out there you go into the wine store and it's like you don't even know which to choose from this is like your purpose there is uh, this is like your you're calling what you have to do. Even if there are many people out there who are doing the same thing like you, it is not you, you know? It is don't have that unique take of you, that unique taste of you. Um, If you lay out, uh, for example, five different bottles of wine and you taste each of them, you are definitely going to find a distinct difference. It may be slightly, it may be vastly, you might be like a pop, um, but it might just but there is a difference which means that in us there is a difference in each of us. So our purpose, our impact is very different though similar but it's different because our voice, our structural our wording, our mentality, the way that we process things is different. So each of us have a place. you have a place. it's never crowded. You are the place where you are, you are the place. Everyone has a place of purpose and do what you have to do. Be you, be authentic and let that new wine taste, you know, draw in your various um, audience that that is uniquely for you. And though they may not, even if it's small now, it's because they have all not discovered you yet, you know. So remember that you're going to constantly be expanding and finding new customers, just like the wine is going to find new taste buds to taste um, that wine and be drawn to that wine and have preference for that wine. You're going to have your people who's going to have preference for you and it's going to vastly increase, I know as you get more to taste of of what you have to offer.
0: that's just amazing we'll just leave it there like you can always find your place know your purpose be very intentional and there's always going to be more selections but you just have to be more intentional I I really appreciate that metaphor and remembering that as well where obviously we're going to put it in the show notes but where can people find you connect with you
1: where oh so you can find me on Facebook and Naked Words Podcast. Uh, Also on Instagram at Naked Words Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter. Forget to mention that with Naked Words Live. And uh, you can also find my podcast on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Music, Naked Words Podcast. You can go and listen um, to my various podcasts. I also have a blog coming up as well. So where I could. Where I will be showing for featuring my books so it will be easier to access and to locate my books on Amazon for your reading.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for this. I really do appreciate you and you know. Thank
1: you for having me. Oh. I am so <laughs> <We> appreciated. <it. laughs>
0: okay, so this is the Black Creative Handbook your host, Cassandra Lauren Gordon. This is Borrow with
1: Smiles.
0: Amazing. Speak soon. Speak soon. Thank you for listening to the Black Creative Handbook, your handbook for success, the manual, what you need to get there. Keep on working with us. Please share, comment, rate us. Just help us out. We help you, you help us, we're a family. Speak soon, next time, same time, next week. Show everybody love.